BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How the hell are you? Hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing the most, keeping it sexy, keeping it cute. You know what I'm talking about. Back from being on the road this weekend. Went to Albany, New York. Got a lot of thoughts and feelings. Albany, New York. Wow, what a time. Had a great show. The town of Albany, Hudson Valley. People came from near and far. Had people drive in four hours from Buffalo. A home of the hot wing. You know what I mean? Place I'd definitely like to visit. Got to put Buffalo on the, on the route too. But had a great time. Great show. Didn't know what to expect because I've never been up upstate, never been to the Albanese before. Now, granted, the show was on a Saturday, so it was very quiet. But we got there and I said, where are the peoples? It was like an episode of The Hunger Games. And I've already been feeling a little eerie, a little weary about what's going on in the world. And I feel like, you know, we're about to be in World War III. And I'm like, no jokes aside, like straight up real talk, no fucking idea what the fuck's happening. But I mean, you know, I feel like if we watch Hunger Games, they were kind of like letting us know what's going to happen. So we show up and this theater, it's called The Egg, and it's literally like a giant egg on almost stilts. It's hard to describe. I put the photo up on Instagram if you want to check it out. Totally built in the 70s. One of the Rockefellers was like, this is what I want to build. Somebody build it. Really gorgeous theater inside, but outside totally fucking bizarre. And all the buildings around it are government buildings. So it looks straight out of like, truly the Soviet Union. So it felt very like everyone had been taken, left behind series. I don't know if you went to Christian youth camp like the rest of us did and you had to read the left behind series that literally left you up at night. You were like 11 years old, fucking panicking. Like I would wake up in a hot and cold fucking sweat when I was 11 years old, panicking that everybody in my family was taken and I wasn't taken too. I was left behind even though I was a good Christian girl. And I'm like, this is honestly a little too aggressive for children to read. Like I'm already saved in the blood. You know what I mean? Like I am feel like my walk with God is good. We are Gucci. We speak to one another, but, um, 
And if you didn't know, Kirk Cameron voiced the series and I think he acted in, in the series and, and Kirk Cameron was super fucking hot. You know what I mean? Kirk Cameron was like so hot. So you were also conflicted because you're 11 years old and you're trying to figure out what puberty is, but you're also very attracted to Kirk Cameron, who's also telling you if you, you know, so much as think about a penis, you will be burned at the stake and you'll be left behind. So when I look back, very contradicting, but it worked on me, scared straight, literally, truly heterosexual woman. So anyways, I was at the show in Albany and I walk outside and I'm like, this is so fucking creepy. I'm like, no one is coming to the show. There's not a soul in sight. The buildings look very KGB-esque. I'm already like, we're at odds with Russia. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. It just was an eerie feeling. But then we get to the show. I had so much fun. The audience was amazing. So I'm so grateful for a wonderful weekend. But regardless, I had like a slight panic attack. I was backstage. And when you're in this theater, which is the egg, there are no windows. So you're in this like fishbowl, literal fishbowl. So the whole time I'm just kind of like, here's the thing. If something did happen, if a bomb did go off, if there was a situation, you know where you want to be? In the egg. You want to be in the fucking egg. You know what I mean? No windows, made out of concrete solid as a rock, like feel good about it. But then as I was asking people in the audience, I'm like, where the fuck are we? And they're like, yeah, it's dead down here during the weekend because during the week it's government. But Albany, I mean, a little, you know, I know there's some cute suburbs. It's just weird to me that that's the capital of New York. New York, the busiest city in the world, probably next to Tokyo, the center Really, truly, you could say that New York, when, you know, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. And then you go two hours north and you're like, there's lifted trucks and there's a little bit of redneck. I just love that people from up north like to shit on Southerners and act like we're really fucking redneck. But if you go an hour and a half outside of the city of New York, you can see some crazy shit. I've never seen so many lifted trucks in my life. And I'm like, we're in Albany. Speaking of Albany, my husband picks me up from the airport on Sunday, says he saw the movie Moana. I said, first of all, why are you watching children's movies alone on the weekend? He was at a friend's house. Their son was watching Moana. Moana. That's how you pronounce it. You don't say Moana. Moana before, you know, they put the kid down and Jeff's like, babe, cut the tail end of Moana. And real good, real cute. Want to watch it tonight? I was like, sure, I'll watch Moana. But if you pronounce it like that, we will immediately divorce. So I'm sitting in my sauna bag. I told you guys I got this like infrared sauna bag. I'm telling you, they're expensive. Although I think you can get cheap ones on Amazon, but I got to be honest with you. My sauna bag that I bought was like $1,000. Did I probably get bamboozled? 100%. Was it a gift for me on my health and wellness journey? 100%. I understand that's a very high ticket item. But I get in my sauna bag. I do this thing. It's called a castor oil wrap. I take this like rubber, kind of almost like a waist trainer, but it's not. And I rub my body down with organic castor oil around my liver and my stomach, wrap that bad boy. Then I get in this infrared sauna bag. The health benefits are supposed to be that like it gets to a cellular molecular level and you're really like detoxifying. And then the castor oil packs are this old like hippy dippy holistic medicine thing that if you have like want to detoxify your liver or like, especially after your period, when you're trying to like flush out that extra estrogen, you do it. I mean, listen, I am essentially now running my own holistic wellness practice. Do I also have tequila on the weekends? I do. So let's not forget, if you were to throw a flaming hot Cheeto my way, would I try and catch it and eat it? 100%. But 
I try and do what I can when I can. So I'm in my sauna bag last night, okay? I'm zipped up. It's 150 degrees. I'm sweating. I'm feeling good. I got the castor oil pack on. Jeff puts on Moana, or as he calls it, Moana. So if you don't know the story of Moana, it's about this young girl who's going to be like the chief of the island in Hawaii. Like the music's great. Lin-Manuel Miranda does the music. The rock is the voice of this main guy. She has to bring the heart of the ocean back to her island because basically all the plants are dying, right? She has to restore the vitality of the natural resources of this island. So everybody tells her, don't go past the reef, all right? Well, she ends up sailing past the reef to find this guy, Maui, played by the rock, Dwayne Johnson, who's, I don't know, like majestic. I don't know if he's kind of like an alien, but he has to help her go get the heart of the sea. Okay. I'm not telling you, (laughs) I'm not exactly describing this story because when I was watching it, I was sweating in 150 degrees. So I was kind of like a little lightheaded and not fully coherent. Anyways, though, the story is about a little girl and she becomes friends with the rock Dwayne Johnson, who is clearly an adult. My mom in the middle of this movie goes, she walks downstairs. She has a glass of wine in her hand. She's maybe three minutes into this movie and literally goes, oh, let me guess. I cannot even predict. They're going to end up together. Jeff and I start laughing so hard. I almost bust out of this fucking bag. We're like, mom, that's a child. The girl in the movie is like 10 years old. The Rock is playing like a full grown adult. Like nothing sketchy about their relationship. He, the whole time in the movie is like, oh, you're just a little girl. You don't know how to do this. You can't save an island. You're just a kid. And my mom's like, for sure, they're going to end up together. Oh yeah, for sure. I turn around and I see my mom sitting at the bar stool in the basement, like almost like fake smoking a cigarette, you know, with her glass of wine. And she goes, Heather, can I get in that sweat bag with my wine? I'm like, no, mom. First of all, you don't drink any water. So if you get in this bag already dehydrated from the black coffee and red wine you drink, and the fact that you haven't had a sip of H2O in the last, I don't know, 18 months, you will fucking die immediately. And then she just keeps commenting, I can already predict this movie. I mean, it's adorable. It's cute, but they're going to end up together. And we're like, let's hope not because that would be fucking sick, mom. And she's like, oh, I didn't know she was eight. I thought she was like, I don't know, 22. I'm like, mom, walk away. See, this is why when people don't understand, I didn't grow up on Disney. I grew up on Sally Jesse Raphael, Mari Povich, Jerry Springer, Ricky Lake. I have been through Ricky Lake, like every other week, Ricky Lake and Oprah, you know, they come on, they gain weight, they lose weight. I have been on the emotional and physical roller coaster, which is the ebbs and flows of Ricky Lake and Oprah's weight gains and losses over the years. Like I was so invested. I remember being in the fourth grade being like, oh, this whole episode is going to be about how Ricky put on 25 pounds and I'm here for her. You know, I was a chubby fourth grader and I would watch it and just empathize and reflect and be like, girl, I got you. I get it. You know, last week I could fit into my duckhead shorts this week. Not so much. That's what I grew up on. I think I've seen Cinderella twice. And it's not that my parents didn't put me in front of the TV to watch cartoons. I was just always that old lady. I've told you this a million times. If I went to a party in high school, I wanted to talk to your stepmom. I didn't really care about you. You know what I mean? I wanted to know the tea. I've always just been an older person, even as a youth. 
If you're trying to run your shempire and you want to build a website, well, honey, I got exactly what you need. I'm talking about Squarespace. Make your life easy. You can't be running this bad bitch business if you don't have the right tools. Well, Squarespace makes it so easy. It's all in one place. It makes it so easy for you to run your company, run your business, run your website, get it out to the people, market yourself, have analytics, have all the things that you could imagine that you would need to have a business online while Squarespace has it. I love Squarespace. They have e-commerce, video blocks. You can connect your social media accounts. That's the biggest thing. So I created my tour website with Squarespace and it was awesome. I could link my Twitter, my Instagram, my TikToks. Then I could put my tour dates up. It made it so, so easy. Also has e-commerce. Like if you're trying to sell your wares, you know what I mean? I'm able to like sell my tour merch all through Squarespace. It has made it so easy. I never thought in a million years that I would be intelligent enough, but Squarespace did it. Also, what's great is I have a traffic overview. So like if I want to see what time people are looking at the website, when um, are most people going on and check ticket sales and help me gauge like, when should I put things on sale? When should I announce stuff? Just the analytics alone are just so important. Also, you own your content, which is the biggest thing. You own what's on your website. Listen, I've learned so much about this business. You got to know what you're doing and Squarespace makes it so incredibly easy to build the website that you need. Here's the thing. Head to squarespace.com slash absolutely for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash absolutely. Listen, make your life easy. If you use offer code absolutely, you will save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Make it easy breezy. Be the boss you wanted to be yesterday, but do it today at squarespace.com. Jeff and I have been watching a really, a lot of like horribly scary fuck with you. Doesn't matter if you take 10 trazodone, you're not going to sleep before bed. And with the state of the world, he looked at me and he goes, do you want to watch Moana tonight? And I was like, fuck yeah. (laughs) I was like, let's watch something like happy and sweet. And now because I went to Disney and I realized I hadn't seen like any Disney stories. Like it was almost a little triggering because while everybody else at Disney is like knows about all these stories, I'm like, no, I didn't grow up. Like Snow White barely know the story. Because again, I was more invested on what's Ricky Lake going to do to take off this summer 15. That's what I was worried about. You know what I mean? Like I can almost quote you like every episode of Oprah. I know it. I watched it. It was ingrained in me. I was like, today we're going to talk about firefighters from Minneapolis and what they do to combat PTSD. And I'm like, yes, I'm seven years old and I am concerned, locked and loaded into this emotional journey for the firefighters of Minneapolis. (laughs) You know, I was too young to be watching what I was watching. But it's like a woman escapes a sex cult in Boise today at four. And I would like rush home from school so I could make sure, you know, check in on the story of dear old Kathy, who had been locked in someone's basement for the last 10 and a half years. Really fucked up. So now it makes sense to you why when I showed up to Albany and there was no one on the streets, I then had a double panic attack that I had also been left behind. Now, if I'm left behind and it's just me and Kirk Cameron and like the Lord's like, actually, you two have to fuck so that you can repopulate the earth. Like, "Mm, you know, we can make that happen. (laughs) Yes, Lord. (laughs) I think he's a little bit of a kookadoo, but he was very hot when we were kids. So anyways, that's kind of where this comes full circle. So we started watching Moana. 
My mom won't shut up about how she thinks they're going to end up together. And I'm just like, God damn it. And I can't really move. I mean, I can put my arms outside of the infrared sauna bag and I'm trying to um, call Delta because I'm pushing my flight. I'm like, I got too much shit to do tomorrow. So I'm like on hold with Delta Diamond. My mom's thinking that The Rock is like a molester on this movie, even though they're cartoons. It was just everything about it was so ridiculous. Jeff keeps calling it Moana. I'm like, where am I? What is this weekend? What happened? You know what I mean? I'm just like, am I left behind? Are we in war? World War III? What the fuck is going on? I didn't know. But I did sleep soundly. I'm telling you, if you were like me and you had a very adult childhood and you need to resort back to like those happy feelings, start watching Disney before bed. I mean, what's next? You know, I don't know. What am I going to watch next? I'm ready for it. I've never seen Encanto. Probably going to start it this weekend. Why? Why the fuck not? Because I've been watching horror. I've been watching every terrible show where everyone's dying. It's the worst. And then I sit on TikTok and TikTok has 100% confirmed we're going to war. So that's where I'm at, spiraling. And then I wake up in a cold, hot sweat at about 2 a.m. thinking I've been left behind. But again, left behind with Kirk Cameron would absolutely take on that burden. I know there's a lot of shit going on in the world. Again, I said last week, I don't have the answers. I don't know what to tell you. But all I can say is I'm here for you. My job is to make you giggle. I really didn't know going into like the show this weekend in Albany. I was like, I don't know how people are going to feel. I don't know. But all I know is my job is to take your mind off shit for an hour and a half. So I hope while you listen to this, you can spiral with my shit. And we're going to get into the voicemails. And, you know, we can figure our own problems out because I know we're all doing our best and we don't know what else to do with the world? We don't know. Guys, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't fucking know. It's like, what the fuck? Also, you know what's such fucking bullshit? Obviously, the audacity, the humanitarian crisis that's going on in Ukraine, but the fucking audacity that Putin had, the fucking audacity. We haven't even gotten through the fucking pandemic, and now you want to start this shit, brah? Are you fucking kidding me? Brah, give me a fucking beat, brah. You know what I mean? Chill. Also, why do you need everything? It's the selfishness for me, though. It's the insanity for me, though. You got little dick daddy Putin working with nothing but a tiny dong over here like we haven't had enough. Now you want to start this shit? Fuck. Oh my God, we get it. You're needy, but like chill. You know, the guy is in his seventies. He wants to leave a name for himself. Also, why does anybody think communism or socialism works? It doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I don't know. I can't even articulate intelligently what I want to say. What I really want to say is if I were to be a CNN correspondent, it would be like, really though? Really? The fuck? Are you kidding me though? Like, can Anderson Cooper just look deadpan into the camera and go, are you fucking kidding me though? Like, I'm not even trying to be funny about this, but that's the only way I know how to emote what's going on in the world. And guys, I mean this, like, obviously I record this. And if by the time this comes out, something even more tragic happened, like, I don't know what the fuck to say. <sighs> Let's just let this podcast right now be a place where we can take our mind off shit for 10 minutes and say your prayers and hope we don't get left the fuck behind, okay? 
And honestly, I was on Amazon and I was ordering some like prepping stuff, just like, okay, let's get a bug out bag. Like, I don't know. I was just trying to get some like essentials. But then I'm like, if something happens, take me up. I don't want to be left behind. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to beam me up. Love to see my dad. That's what's up. Gucci gang. I know where I'm going. I don't need to hang out. If it means that I'm in a bunker, like in the States, you know what I mean? When people are like, they prep for 20 years, like obviously survival skills are important. But I told my mom once, I said, listen, if it means I'm eating dried MRE beef stroganoff in the fucking woods for three years, just staring at you. No, no one can chill. No one can chill right now. Listen, when this comes out, I'm going to um, Paris. I'm going to Paris with my dear friend, Jackie Schimmel. We decided to do a little girl's trip. My birthday's next week. I wanted to do a little something. The flights looked good. And I told her, I called her. I was like, are we good? And she said, let's go. Let's just go. Let's go. See this shit now while you can. Because I told you, we only got about three years left. Go hang gliding in Argentina while you can. Be safe, be smart. Because I don't know if you know this, but every human, specifically tiny men who are starting this war bullshit, it's a bunch of these male leaders who got to flex their half dong and they're ruining it for everybody. The rest of us collectively like to chill, get along. We've been in a pandemic, go outside, go to a concert. You know what I mean? Have a side hustle, maybe a popsicle, go to happy hour, but everybody else has to fucking have everything and be greedy fucks. So that's where we're at. So if you were thinking about going hang gliding in Argentina, going to check out Antarctica on a kayak trip, fucking book it and go. Because we got about three years left. Go see it now while you can. I know the rest of y'all are spiraling as much as I am. So I'm going to go ahead and get into the voicemails. Oh, side note, because my ADD brain is insane. Wanted to remind you guys, if you're thinking about, because I know I'll get a lot of questions about the sauna bag, you can get a cheap one on Amazon, but I got to be honest with you, it's infrared. Do a little research. You know what I mean? Read the reviews. I don't know if I'd go over the cheapest thing that has like, that is essentially cooking your insides. Do you know what I mean? Maybe just like check for radiation. I don't even know if that's a part of it. Just do a little research. That's all I'm saying. Anyways, let's get to the voicemails. As always, you can call in 800-213-7503. I'm going to be in Petty with my girl, Jackie. We're going to be eating croissants and smoking cigs and drinking wine and hanging out, you know, and farting down the river. Because why not? Life is short. YOLO. That's what's up. When I need a sweet treat at night, but I don't want to have something that's going to spike my blood sugar, keep me insulin resistant, and make me feel like a hungry bitch because it doesn't have the right things in it, I reach that Catalina Crunch. I love Catalina Crunch. They sent it to me. I tried it. And I said, buckle up. Sign me up. This is the real deal. Catalina Crunch is absolutely delicious. And most zero sugar foods don't taste good. But Catalina Crunch really nailed this. Basically, what they want to do is take some of our favorites from growing up, you know, some of those great flavors that we loved in those horrible sugary cereals and make a healthier version of it. Catalina Crunch has zero sugar. It's low-carb, keto-friendly. Plus, it packs a whopping 11 grams of plant-based protein and nine grams of fiber per serving. Doesn't get cleaner than that. What I love about Catalina Crunch is it's like, it's late at night. I'm starving, but I don't want to eat something that's going to spike my blood sugar before I go to bed. I just get a bowl of it. My absolute favorite is a cinnamon toast. It is so insane. I also love their dark chocolate and creamy chocolate peanut butter. Not sure which flavor to try first. They have a variety pack. Don't worry. It's also for my G-free babies, gluten-free, grain-free, non-GMO, and only real clean ingredients, nothing artificial. 
All you got to do is go to CatalinaCrunch.com slash absolutely for 15% off your first order, plus free shipping. That's CatalinaCrunch.com slash absolutely. And again, if you're not sure which flavor to start with, try a variety pack and check out their delicious cookies and snack mixes while you're at it. Again, that's CatalinaCrunch.com slash absolutely for 15% off your first order, plus free shipping. Now back to the podcast. Hey, Heather. I just wanted to let you know that your name actually came up during my C-section. So I was really nervous. I mean, surgery when you're awake is super scary and just the anxiety of having the baby. But anyway, so the anesthesiologist numbs me and they lay me down on the table and the nurse is telling me kind of what they're doing to prep me for my C-section. And I hear her say, so we're going to put your catheter in now. And before I even know it, do I have a small urethra comes flying out of my mouth? And the nurse was so shocked. She looked at me and she was like, what? And I was like, oh, do I have a tiny urethra? And she was so flabbergasted by me asking her this. And I immediately go into, oh, sorry, it's a comedian. And the anesthesiologist who's about 35-ish male behind me, like back behind my head goes, oh, my wife listens to Heather McMahon too. I started dying laughing. It totally, honestly, it kind of calmed me down for the surgery. I now have a beautiful baby and we're all good. But I just wanted to let you know, absolutely yes, for your name getting brought up in the OR after I asked the nurse if I had a tiny urethra. Anyway, love and light. Love you. Bye. Sister friend, this just warms my heart. You have no idea. Wow. I mean, look at that. Look at God. Look at God. Okay. What a calming, beautiful moment. And just so you know that I'm recording this on International Women's Day, which just feels appropriate. I love this one. Congratulations on the new baby. Thrilled for you. Hope you're recovering well. Two, I just love that that's what I'm bringing. Call me, if you will, the Prince of Peace. Okay. Okay. Whoa. Lord, please forgive me. I immediately take that back. Princess of peace? Because Jesus is the prince of peace. But princess of peace? I'm getting on a, having a real God complex right now, left behind. He's already left me. He said, no, that's blasphemous. Put no other idols before me. I apologize. Princess of peace, though, is kind of fun and kitschy. You know what I mean? I love that. I have actually heard quite a few stories of women in labor, where they've either listened to my podcast, which is absolute asinine. If you are listening to my podcast right now, while you have a baby crowning through your vaginal canal, God bless you. And if that is the case, I want you to save this recording, this mantra, and I want you to play it during birth. Here we go. Okay, ready? Are you ready to record this? This is your birthing mantra. You are a bad fucking bitch. You can do anything. Your husband could never. He could never squish a watermelon out of the tip of his dick. It is International Women's Day. We are the reason why life comes into this world. The only thing men are good for is jizz. Too much of it. Every single time, every single time I look at Jeff and go, that's far too much jizz. You've got this. Bitch, you've got this. Locked and loaded. It's like a hard shit. Go for it. Strap it on. Let's ride. Let's go. Come on, doggy. Yes, kitty cat. You've got this. Are you ripping? Tip to taint? Sure are. That's all right. You can do it. I love you. 
You are a bad bitch. You are a warrior. You are a sun goddess. And you, my friend, are now a mother. (laughs) That was my attempt at doing a baby crying. It's more like a velociraptor getting a colonoscopy, but you get the point. Everybody, ladies, save that. Gentlemen, save that little mantra for your your lady in your life so that they can then play that. I love that. Also, I love the very woke anesthesiologist who's like, hell yeah, my wife loves Heather. That's cool. Gucci gang. Also smart. If you're a male doctor, nurse, male in general, maybe bring me up during the C-section. Maybe bring me up the princess of peace. You know, maybe if a lady's getting her labia torn in half. You bring me up, make them giggle. Speaking of tiny urethras, I'm just saying, I'm just saying like, it's a good way to connect with your patients. It's called good bedside manner. <laughs> okay, look it up, sir. I don't know why. You know what I'm, I'm lit about? So I just saw this thing on CNN this morning with it being International Women's Day and CNN put this whole post about how Finland is run by like, a young woman, okay? She's in her 30s. Literally, this bitch and I are the same age. She's in her 30s. And I guess they have a five-party political system. Five is too many. Three, I think, is good. Five seems extreme, but sure. And, like, it's talking about the progressiveness of Finland, how, like, shit runs smoothly. Like, you never hear about Finland. You're like, oh, they're chill. Like I said in last week's podcast, if women had a little more involvement in, I don't know, government, things would be a lot more chill, brah. A lot more... Gucci gang, brah. And I started scrolling through the comments and it was just the saddest shit. Just the comments, the disgusting comments. I just literally on International Women's Day, I did the deepest eye roll and I was like, this is it. I'm going to record a mantra for women to give birth today. (laughs) Just like, ugh. Also, you know, it's just the plight of a man to be like, I got a comment. I got a comment right now on this CNN post. Oh, women running Finland. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Could a woman run Finland? Five of them? Five different parties? (laughs) Never. Kick them in the twat. (laughs) Like, chill, bruh. Chill. Take some ashwagandha. Have a Miller light. Everybody, take it down a notch. You know, it's like you're not threatened. We're just here to run the show, sir. It's the male ego. Okay, I love men. I love men. I'm obsessed with dong. I want it. Two of them in my face all the time. But it's like, After being a woman for 34, almost 35 years next week, March 15th is the birthday. It's just kind of like I've been very observant. There's no reason why we can't have more women at the table playing ball to chill everybody the fuck out. I don't even care if you have a woman president who's just great at making iced tea. Okay, I will take the feminist movement back about 100 notches. This bitch could be in charge of the nuclear weapons, but also be like, sweetie, you won't sit down and have an iced tea. Calm down. Come on, sugar, come here. Come here. Okay, what's wrong? You're upset. What are you upset about? Okay, you want to take Ukraine? Well, that's not going to happen. Do you want to know why? Because that's not nice. You want to know why that's not nice? Because you're being a douche lord. Well, you can't have that, sweetheart. You cannot have that. Nobody said you could have Ukraine. Nobody said that. Baby P, sit down. Sit down right now. Sit down right now. Right now. 
Do you want an iced tea? Are you thirsty, sugar? You're thirsty? Come here, sweetheart. What do you need? You need a sweet tea? Okay. Honey, I made a batch last night, that sun tea that was sitting on the porch of the White House. Bring me some of that tea. Give it to baby P. Yes, and get him a cookie or some goddamn thing. His blood sugar's low. He's acting like a real horse's ass. Like that, to me, if I was president, would be the conversation. Now, I know it's not that easy. I know you're dealing with sociopaths. All I'm saying is, bring me up during a (laughs) C-section. I really went on an artistic spiral just now, which I felt very confident about. That's a really funny bit. I'm going to work that into the show. Sweetheart, sit down. Come on. Putin, sit down. Oh, my God. Chill. You know, you think about that, like, really great teacher that you had growing up. Like, I had this one teacher who I was obsessed with. Miss Mankin, she was like the best. And she'd always be like, sweetheart, sit down. Come here. You need, what do you need? You need a lemonade? Get her a lemonade. And it's sure enough, like as long as I had like a cool lemony sweet treat that hit my lips, I immediately calmed down. You know what I mean? Like you came in from PE and there was like a situation. Somebody like hit you in the face during dodgeball, hit you in your like budding breast because you're an eight-year-old girl and like it's tender. I don't know how to tell you this, but it's always tender though. And Miss Mankin's like, y'all get out the country time. Get out the country time. Get out the country time. Make Heather an instant lemonade. That's what she needs. She's got to hit in the baby bud titties. Make her a lemonade. Travis, come here. You want to apologize? You want to apologize? Do you see? You hit her in the little titties, tiny titties. Apologize. Look at me right now, Travis. Apologize. That to me is world peace. And the fact of the matter is, it's shocking that um we can't figure that out. You know what I mean? I don't know. Anyways, I went on this tangent just to let you know, if you're in the medical field, I highly suggest playing my mantra during labor to help badass women give birth. You know what I mean? Okay, great. I love sharing that. I loved that you shared that. I went on a political tangent, but I just want you to know, I am woman, hear me roar. And Lord, please don't leave me behind because I didn't mean to be blasphemous. But also just have an iced tea. Get the sun tea. You know, the one on the porch. Yes, by the Oval Office. Get the sun tea. Sugar, get the get the sun tea. Do you want lemon? You don't like lemon? Sometimes a little too acidic. I get it. I get it. He wants it plain. Hey, Darby, he wants it plain. He does. Okay, great. So we're going to talk about the fact that you don't need to have Ukraine because, sweetheart, you can't have everything. You got the Russia, and they don't even like you. So you want to sit down and talk about it because you're being a real horse's ass. That's all I'm saying. Spring's coming, events are happening, and I got to show up styling and profiling, suited and booted. But you know what? I don't have time to do. Try and go shopping for seven hours. I don't have time for it. What I'm about to turn you on is going to change the game. It's one of my absolute favorite new sponsors of the podcast. I'm obsessed with them. I started using them for a couple of trips I have coming up, and I'm talking about Newly. It is a monthly clothing rental subscription. Here's the thing. Every Newly subscription includes your choice of any six styles you want to rent each month. You choose whatever you want for whatever you have going on, and it's totally up to you. You have access to thousands of different styles from more than 300 different brands, everything from party dresses to premium denim and one-of-a-kind vintage pieces. Newly stock styles and a range of sizes. This is why I really love them. I've tried other subscriptions before, and they never carried my size. Newly has a range of sizes from petite to plus size up to 5X plus maternity. 
Are you an expecting mama? Get Newly. You've got showers coming up. You know your size is going to change. Use Newly. Just have it shipped directly to your door and you don't even have to think about it. They have amazing labels like For Love of Lemons, which is one of my favorites, makes gorgeous stuff. You know, free people, anthropology, and more. They have fast, free shipping and returns and professional dry cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facilities. So no laundry for you to worry about. And the option to buy what you love at a discount, sometimes up to 75% off. It doesn't get better than that. Listen, if you need new stuff for your spring wardrobe, you don't have time to go shopping, but you want to just go online, rent some stuff, try some stuff out, wear it to that special occasion, and then just kind of keep your revolving door of cool things in your wardrobe. Try Newly. I love them. I've got a deal for you. Newly is already a great value at $88 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get it for $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with code ABSOLUTELY20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y, that's newly.com with two U's. Don't forget it's N-U-U-L-Y. Use the code ABSOLUTELY20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's newly, N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with code ABSOLUTELY20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. Did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? And if that's not bad enough, each bottle can be made of more than 90% water. That's a lose-lose situation for the planet. People, this is 2022. Stop wasting water and throwing out more plastic and get Blue Land's revolutionary refill cleaning system instead. Listen, sometimes in order to go green, you got to go blue. And Blue Land is it. Okay. I love Blue Land. They sent me their products. And I was like, okay, let's see if I actually like the products. It's amazing. Basically what they do is it's single use plastic is so year 2000. That's it. It is 2020. That means it's way past time to be making clean, fun, beautiful, and plastic free. So listen, Blue Land's idea is simple and beautiful. Buy the bottle once, refill it forever. No more plastic waste. The only thing you need to discard is your outdated idea that eco-friendly products are more expensive and less effective. All you do is just fill Blue Land's beautiful Instagrammable bottles with warm water, pop in one of the hand soap or spray cleaner tablets. And within minutes, you have a powerful cleaning product in the most incredible sense, like iris agave. We've got lavender eucalyptus. I love their cleaning essentials kit. So here's the thing. Basically what happens is you get the bottles, you put in the little tab and then you fill it up with water. And it is so amazing. Try Blue Land today. You'll love it. I promise you right now, you can get 20% off your first order when you go to blueland.com slash absolutely. That's 20% off your first order of any of their products, go to blueland.com slash absolutely. Again, that's blueland.com slash absolutely. Clean your house, feel good about what you're doing for the environment and make it sustainable and easy to use at blueland.com slash absolutely. Hi, Heather. My name is Kim and I'm from Indianapolis and I'm a huge fan. My daughter got me started listening to you. We love you. I have an absolutely not for you. This is an old boyfriend, I guess we could call him, has just gotten more eccentric and quirky and unusual over the years and has never fully let go, right? So I I got a package at my side door last week, a gift from him that just completely creeped me out. It's a bag of Quadratini tiramisu cookies they were unopened, thankfully. I mean, that seemed better, but weird because I don't have any connection to Italian cookies, but I did think of you. And attached with a paper clip is a postcard that's tattered looking, maybe yellowed from the 1920s. And the postcard is the doll organist. What is this? It says, 
It says it's an exhibit hall in Santa Claus Land, Indiana. And he wrote, Dear Kim, I'd love to see this. Be a good day trip, you think? And signed his name. Oh, my God, Heather. I, I just was so creeped out. My kids are creeped out. I don't know what this is about, but my daughter said, you've got to call Heather. So that is my absolutely not old boyfriends creeping you out with gifts. Okay, bye. Kim, all jokes aside, call the police. What? First of all, shout out to Quadratini. Fucking delicious. Really great. Really great cookies. Solid Italian cookies. Tiramisu flavor, phenomenal. But huh? Do not eat them. I know you said they were closed. Do not eat them. Okay, Kim, this is also something that I wasn't going to get into, but I will get into because it's International Women's Day. This is just some more bullshit. You know, Kim, you're dealing with a creepy ex and so is Kim Kardashian. And, you know, I've seen a lot of shit online where people are like, Kim is one of the richest women and yet she still can't even fucking deal with an ex not being a sociopath. And you wonder what it's like for everyday gals to divorce or leave a dude who won't let it go. Bruh, we're done. Chill. Have a nice tea. Move on to your hand with your penis in it. No one wants you. Bye-bye. Thank you for the Italian sweet treat, the dolce de leche, but I'm good. No more. I'm not going to, where the fuck did he want you to go? Doll land? No. You know what you're not doing? Getting in the car with him. Unless you have on spiked heels and fingerless gloves that have knives at the end of them. Kim, low key, real talk, raw dog. I'm not here to give you legal advice, but this sounds fucking creepy. And I know you're in a different generation, Kim, because you said your kids also listen to me. So I'm going to guess you probably have more adult children. And I know that like it's an older generation that does some of these things. But if my mom ever had a man not let things go and left Italian quadratini cookies on our doorstop, it would not end well. Do you know what I'm saying? I would get a job as the hostess. I would literally go incognito, get a job as a hostess at the Outback Steakhouse that he would frequent. And just when he thought he was getting his own personal blooming onion, it would go down. I can't legally say what I would do to one of my mom's stalkers, but it would go down. Kim, this is concerning, but this is also a bigger conversation. It was like everybody was making jokes about Kanye. Then Kanye posts a fucking text messages of Kim being like, you're threatening the guy I'm dating right now. You're telling people publicly to harm him. You're unhinged. You're mentally unwell. Get the fuck out of here. Leave us alone. And I love the, you know, semi-romantic gesture of Kanye trying to fight for his family. You know when you should have fought for your family, Kanye? When you weren't acting like a fucking asshat. You know what I mean? Kim, I really empathize, sympathize with Kim. You did all this shit and you can't get rid of this fucker. Quit glorifying. Listen, Kanye's a genius. Nobody ever said he wasn't smart and talented. Very smart and talented, but also fucking unhinged. You know what I don't have time for? That bullshit. Kim's an attorney, sir. And she still can't even get this fucker to bounce. And now we got voicemail Kim dealing with the same bullshit. Can't get Roger from down the block to quit dropping off Dolce de Leche's at her door thinking he's going to lure her into some baby doll factory. What the fuck did he want to take you to with the old postcard? You know what the number one thing is? If I get a postcard in the mail, there is nothing friendly, romantic, platonic, anything about it. Nostalgic, 
I don't care if you're like abroad and you're a friend. If you send me a postcard in the mail, I immediately call the police. There has been a time traveler who is trying to talk to me. I don't like that. If you're in, I don't know, Belgium, and you send me a postcard of the little, you know, statue with the thing peeing. I forget what they call it. I've been to Belgium, Brussels, phenomenal city, great chocolate. But if you send me a postcard from Brussels with no warning, friendship is over. I'm sorry, where did you come from? The past? No, 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 no. You tagged me in something sensible on Instagram. Missing you. Wish my BFF Heather was here in Brussels with me. That's all you do. The moment you throw in a postcard is the moment I know I'm gonna die. Kim, please be safe. These guys gotta let it fucking go. Have a nice tea, sir. Let's get to the next voicemail. All right, Heather. This is Nicole from Syracuse, New York. And I got an absolutely not for you. All right. So my lovely fiance got me tickets to your show in Albany for Christmas. Very sweet. And he came with me last night. Being a good sport, he gets it's going to be a mainly female audience. I completely understand. He wants to have a couple drinks before the show. We go to a nice dinner. He had a couple beers before we go in. You were lovely, by the way. Phenomenal show. And then afterwards, we go to the hotel bar. He's getting a couple bourbon on the rocks. All right, whatever. I'm going to let him live his life. I shit you not, I am then awakened at 1.30 in the morning to this man standing up, shorts down, junk out, urinating on the bed that I am still sleeping in. I am so appalled, I yelled at him to go into the bathroom, and he then proceeds to try to take the floor-length mirror off of the wall, believing in his drunken stupor, this is the access point to the potty. I then have to help this man open a door so he is able to pee in the toilet. So this is my absolutely not for you, Heather. This is my Christmas present. I work hard. I don't ask for much. This should be my night to shine. And yet, our men, though we love them, still need us to take care of them. Nicole, 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 Nicole. This is, wow, chef's kiss. Cherry on top, the vanilla bean to my root beer float. These voicemails are perfection. First of all, can I just say, to the dudes who come to the shows and you have a fucking great time, great, love it. We laugh, we giggle, we make jokes. The joke's on everybody. It's on me. Come and laugh at me. That's my job. I'm a puppet. I'm a clown. Laugh at me so that you can have a good time. I don't point in the audience and just go, you, sir, do you have a penis? I'm going to roast you. Although it is fun. Sometimes I will. But you know what I mean? It's for everybody. The show's for everybody. Clearly, I have a probably strong female audience, which I love. Fuck yes. But it's one, Nicole, this isn't your fault. I love that he bought you the tickets. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Nicole's husband or boyfriend. I can't remember. Thank you for giving her this gift. This is her night to shine. But I love when these guys act like they have to come to the show begrudgingly. Don't fucking come. Literally, if you're like, I can't have fun when my wife's having fun because there are women involved, Sit the fuck down. Do you know why Jeff gets so many BJs on the rag? One, because I'm afraid he'll leave me. (laughs) Happy International Women's Day. Please don't leave me. Two, 
because Jeff thrives in a group of women. Now, I'm not saying this as in like he's hanging out with other women that I don't know. That seems sketchy. He's not like chilling outside of a Hooters. However, if he did want to support International Women's Day, he would go get some hot wings and tip heavily. I would approve of that. I'm not threatened by Hooters. In fact, I embrace Hooters, would love a sponsorship. Anywho, my point being is, Jeff will go to stuff with the girls, with my girlfriends. He will go, like there's some other husbands who are like, have a good time. And we all enjoy giggling together. I go to his shit. I'll go to a hockey game. He'll come to a a funny comedy show by a female comedian. Have a blast. It's called balance. Like I'll sometimes get messages from women and it irks me, but it shouldn't irk me where they're like, drug my husband to the show. Pulled my boyfriend kicking and screaming. He actually enjoyed himself. No shit. No shit, Paul. No shit, Michael. I'm not even trying to shit on men in this episode, but y'all need to have an iced tea and a little less bourbon, chill the fuck out, and just come along for the ride. Because guess what? We have been watching your motherfucking UFC fights on Saturday nights when we wanted to go to the new Chinese place that was upscale and got five stars on Yelp, but we didn't because there was a fucking pay-per-view fight. And we've been going and haven't said a fucking word about it while we watch a bunch of men in a cage claw each other's eyes out and watch you sit on the fucking couch and be like, it's <laughs> one forty dollars. Oh, because you bet on a tiny Bosnian man named the Crusher. Oh, good for you. Were you able to look up statistics and do a process of elimination? Guess what? There are days when I see these guys that like bet on two person sports. It's a 50 50 chance. William. It's a 50-50 fucking split. Jason, I don't know how to tell you this. The spread's not that big. I don't know what a spread is, but it's not that big. It's either this guy or that guy. It's either the meth head from Nirvana named Two Toes or the Bosnian man named the Skull Crusher. Either one, one of them will win. So if you put money on one of them and they won, that was a 50-50 split. Heads or tails, motherfucker. I love a morning ritual, but you know what I also love? Ritually taking a ritual vitamin. Did you know that there are gaps in the diet? Yeah, we have a lot of gaps in our diet, especially in America. And over 97% of women ages 19 to 50 are not getting enough vitamin D from their diet. And 95% of them are not getting enough of their recommended daily intake of omega-3s. Rituals Essential for Women 18 and Up Multivitamin was formulated by exhaustive research to help fill in the nutrient gaps of the diets of women 18 and up. And it's formulated with nutrients to help support brain health, bone health, blood health, and provide antioxidant support. But Ritual doesn't stop there. They invested in a gold standard, universally led clinical trial to prove that impact of essential for women 18 and up multivitamin. Also, I love, you know exactly where they come from, okay? They are very transparent about where they're getting all of the ingredients from, and it's first of its kind standard in the industry. Ritual is committed to a third-party testing from USP and the non-GMO project, traceable and vegan-friendly ingredients, and always clear communication, no shady stuff. Right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off your first three months. 
Visit ritual.com slash absolutely. Turn healthy habits into a ritual. That's 10% off at ritual.com slash absolutely. Again, it's ritual.com slash absolutely for 10% off. And I want you to make it a ritual. Make it a ritual of taking ritual so that you can feel better about what you're putting in your body and get that energy and feel good again because you deserve it. Anyways, I haven't even gotten to the fact that this man peed on you. So first of all, he has to get highly intoxicated, which is just some bullshit. Guys, come to the shows. You have a great time. Plenty of dudes come to the shows. They laugh their ass off. I give you a great show, okay? I don't just sit around and talk about, what did like the breastfeed? I haven't done it. But when I do do it, there will be jokes about it. He's got to sling them back. Like, first of all, sir, you're not... John Wayne. You know who could sling back booze and get on a horse and ride to Oregon? John Wayne. They don't make them like that anymore. You live in Albany. I don't know how to tell you this. You're not a cowboy. So let me get this straight. He comes to the show. He gets really fucked up, goes after the show to drown his misery in the fact that he had to spend a night out with his girl and the girls. And then he pees on you. So you're laying in bed. You wake up, this is your gift, your night to shine, Nicole, and you feel a tinkle, tankle, trickle, trankle on the forehead because he thinks you're the toilet. And that summarizes the way women are treated. (laughs) Toilets, not even a nice one, not even a European Ritz-Carlton bidet, toilet, trough, just peeing on you, loosey-goosey. And then he's so drunk, you got to help him to the bathroom. You know what you were doing right before you closed your eyes? You thought, I had a great night. Thanks, Heather. And (laughs) (laughs) Princess of peace. That's what I do. That's really what it's about. When you guys lay in bed and you watch my videos because you want to think of something funny before you go to bed and close your eyes and go into la-la land to dream, that's why. So when all these guys come to my shows and like, my wife listens to you in bed. Yeah, because she's sick of listening to your bullshit all day and wants a sweet thought before she goes to sleep, okay? But now she's got to drag your ass to the bathroom and then figure out how to pay off the housekeeper to not get an extra upcharge on the sheet stain. This is where we're at. And you're telling me I can't be governor of Georgia? I'm sorry. (laughs) Already am. I'm the governor of your heart. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, this is one of my favorite episodes I've ever recorded. I don't know why. I am on fire. I am just raging today. This is making me laugh. Nicole, thanks for coming to the show. And if your husband was a good sport or boyfriend, I apologize. I can't remember legally where you guys are at. But if he was a good sport, great. But he did pee. At the end of the night, he still failed the test. So I'm asking him to call into the podcast and explain himself. We will be looking for your voicemail. I will have my producer on it. Sir, please call in. I will give you a minute to justify yourself. Please call in. I prefer if you called in maybe Friday because that's when I go through the voicemails. And then I'll record it next week. I would really love to hear that. Sir, we will let you call in and redeem yourself for International Women's Day. But right now, you're on thin ice. In the meantime, between time, get your tickets at heatherontour.com. I have two big shows coming up. Tulsa, Oklahoma, Omaha, Nebraska. Then we're going to Fort Lauderdale. I've got shows in Salt Lake City. We're hitting Vancouver. Vancouver, listen, if you're in Seattle or Portland and you are not going to see the farewell tour, come up to Vancouver. Make a trip out of it. It's an hour up. 
Vancouver, Salt Lake City, Phoenix, two shows in Tampa, huge show in Fort Lauderdale. We're about to announce the Atlanta show. It's going to be insane. The Thursday before Memorial Day weekend, plan to be in Atlanta. That's all I want to say. It's going to be fucking huge. It's going to be the party of the spring. Let's do it. Let's giggle. Drag your husbands. Heather on tour.com. And as always, you can call into the Absolutely Not line, 800-213-7503. I love you. I mean it. Chef's kiss. I'm going to be in Paris this week. Pray for my safety. Pray that I don't choke on a baguette. Love you. Mean it. Arrivederci. Or as I should say, bonjour. Ciao. It's still Italian. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.